What's going on, everyone? This is Wes Martinez from the TWL Podcast, a.k.a. the Today Will Live Podcast. And as always, I have a co-host. Yo, that's me, Drew Garcia. Yeah. Uh, from the Inland Empire, originally raised in Southern California. Wait, why am I giving my resume? <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden. Um, hi, everybody. Welcome to the Today Well Live podcast, the podcast chronicling the 2018 weight loss and transformation journeys of two average Joes just trying to get um, make better versions of themselves. Yeah, that is exactly it. And uh, for those of you who don't know, now you know this is episode 32. We're actually doing it. We, uh, I thought we'd be uh, hanging them up by episode three. But <laughs> this is uh, this has gone longer than any relationship I've ever had. That's kind of sad, Wes. Um, Thirty-two. That's uh, yeah. We we are we patting ourselves on the back already? No, I'm kidding. I have been in longer relationships, of course. Thirty-two weeks long. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, so yeah, um, yeah. It's been it's been quite a ride. It's been super cool. Uh, we've gotten to know each other, Drew, pretty well and uh have lost weight in the process and yeah i'm really really excited about what what we're doing and uh we're switching things up a little bit like we did in the last episode we had uh albert andrade this time we have a guest again and he's actually engineering for us so this will probably be the best we're peaking today this is like <laughs> No pun intended because of the engineering thing, but <laughs> we're peaking today with our quality. <laughs> this is it, folks. It's never getting better than right now. <laughs> uh, Just don't get used to it. <laughs> yeah, so today we have a special guest, a very good friend of mine. Uh, one could argue that I'm his best friend. I just he's just a friend of mine. <laughs> uh please he, <laughs> wait he's just a guy. <laughs> please welcome to the show Cody Ziegler. Did Robert? Did Albert do that too? Did he do like little like air, Jamaican air horns? I think I did that. All right, because I don't want to copy Albert because he's my mortal enemy, and I don't want to give him the satisfaction. Oh. It's kind of like you and uh, Wes and uh, Joe Rogan, mortal enemies. Yeah, I hate Joe Rogan. <laughs> he's uh, uh, he is one of the strangest people I've never met him, but like just his like his his persona is so strange to me. It really like, is the MMA third eye open podcast dude is just a strange thing to be yeah and i mean we've talked about this a little bit off air but like there are a lot of things that i like i uh i i agree with joe rogan and there are yeah. a lot of things that i'm like what the fuck are you thinking yeah yeah you know what i mean it's like he's so close to getting it sometimes right you're like oh, nope you <laughs> fucked up put your curse on there right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah no you, sure. you fucked up you're you're like so close to yeah. getting the point and then you didn't yeah man but uh how you doing man i'm good uh as you both know but the audiences know i was 30 minutes late today for the recording because uh my roommate had to take a shower and uh didn't i didn't notice so like <laughs> i had to wait for him to get out and then like when i was maybe halfway here my uh ep shout out colin anderson at earwolf was like oh my god i lost my he's british he's like oh, oh yes. I, I lost my key to the studio can you let me in so like, yeah sure and then i got there 
and like 20 minutes like i saw him walk into the building say like, oh cool he's gonna stop by the lower office get some supplies and then come up and then 20 minutes later he calls me he's like hello zig where you at i was like oh i'm on the fourth floor he's like oh i'm on the second floor i'll come up so like that was 20 minutes that just like we just like wasted like oh not doing my anything. god and then i came here in like a panic <laughs> i am just like being late is one of those things that just gives me existential crisis. Yeah. So like when I'm late for other things, I'm like, oh my god, like what is what's happening? What is happening? What is happening? Same here. I'm the same way. I like to be early to things, and I think Hollywood or L.A. did that to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you you have to plan out your day very very thoroughly because it takes 45 minutes to get anywhere. Yeah. You know, um, and. For those of you who don't know, I mean, both of you know, but like uh, for some of our, for all three of our listeners, I'm also an actor and, uh, and I have auditions. And so a a good portion of them, about 35 to 40% at least are on the West side. I just had one this week. Um, and it was over in Culver city took 45 minutes to get there, took an hour and 15 to get back. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So although the audition itself was five minutes, the whole event was a good two and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> you wish you guys schedule off three hours of your day to do yeah. a thing. Not to mention that you got to prep for the audition. Yeah. So the night before, you're sitting like an idiot in front of a mirror. <laughs> this is the best burger I've ever had. Yeah. This is the best burger I've ever had. This is the best burger I've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> Pull up YouTube videos. How do they say it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's strange how all this shit like eating just eat into your weekend. Like yeah. yesterday was... Uh, I didn't really do anything. Like, I woke up, I recorded uh, Yosis Racist uh, every Wednesday at Earwolf. Listen to that. Uh, and then, like, <laughs> I met a friend for writing, and that was six hours of my day just gone on a Saturday. Like, I didn't do anything. Like, I was like, all right, I'm going to uh, gonna ride, gonna ride down to d- downtown LA to Planet Fitness, pick up my membership finally that I bought three yeah. weeks ago when I got paid. And then I looked at my phone, it was like seven o'clock. I was like, nah, I'm pick not. Pick up your membership? Yeah. Were you in the 80s? Well, they said you have to. Well, you you buy it, and they said you come here to pick up your membership oh, okay. card. So because oh, a card, okay. yeah. Well, they no, they give you a jacket, and then you have to do like a ritual thing. But no, the the, thing, the plan that I got, you can use it like any other Planet Fitness. So oh, I guess you okay. like a special like Dakota ring or something gotcha. that you showed to them. But I was like, I bought this shit like it. To, yesterday would have been three weeks since I bought my membership, and I just haven't had free time. Oh man, to drive to downtown LA to grab it. Yeah. The accountants over at Planet Fitness are like, yes. Yes, another one. <laughs> that's a plan. Another sucker. Yeah, another <laughs> sucker. Um, no, that's cool, man. Well, let's, uh, I mean, you brought this up a couple of times already. Uh, Segway King, baby. <laughs> let's go right into, uh, you know, what you do for a living, man. Oh, yeah. So uh, the, the 9 to 5, which has just officially become like a 9 to 5. Yeah. As uh, I've been, I'm a producer at Earwolf, who's like the like the premier like comedy podcast uh network i'd say i mean there's a bunch of them out there but i'd say that's probably like the one with like the biggest names that yeah gets, like the for most sure. amount of listens and stuff um like i do that like uh it's like my full-time job now um yeah. i still like write and direct and stuff on the side which is great because they're they're cool with that like that was one of the questions i had when i had my like first round interview I was like hey like this is really what i'm trying to do like do you guys have like a competition clause or anything that i have to sign they're like Honestly, like he's like, I don't care. Like, there's a lot of people at the place that do separate businesses as well, or do separate things outside yeah. of that. So, you know, the company would be pretty cool if I got to the point where 
um, like I'm just thinking out loud here, but like there's a guy named Matt Gorley who's a producer there who is also a performer and teacher, and like he'll take like two months off to do like a gig or something. So oh wow! Like, so if I got to the point at the company where I was like, yeah, I've been here for like a year or two, like I'm doing a thing, and like I land a gig where like all right, I got to take six weeks off for production for this thing. Yeah. And as long as my shows are so delivered, I think that they'd probably be cool with that. But yeah. like that's the ultimate game plan. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. And uh, what shows are you producing right now? I produce. Excuse me. I produce Yo Is This Racist with Andrew T and Tawny Newsom. Um, basically, we bring in a special guest every week, each week, and we answer uh, voicemails, listener voicemails, about whether or not a certain thing was racist, which is fun. Yeah. And then I do the show called Getting Curious with Jonathan Van Ness. He's one of the new Queer Eye guys. He's the guy with the beard and like the oh yeah amazing hair. He used to do. Do you watch that old show, uh, Gay of Thrones? I used to watch when I yeah. first got it. He was the 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 host yeah. of that, so that's his thing. And then I just picked up um, this show called Freedom with Scott Ackerman, Lauren Lapkus, and PFT Paul Tompkins. Damn. Be, yeah, I mean, this is a dude named Kevin. Shout out Chef Kevin, who's like the main producer. I'm just like doing all the paperwork for it, yeah. but like it looks good on the resume. But like, yeah, I produced yeah. the show with like three of really <laughs> dude. That's people. tight. Uh, for those of you who don't, are you familiar with any of those names, Drew? Uh, Paul PF Tompkins. Yeah, Paul F. Tompkins. Yeah, yeah, I know that guy. I yeah. don't know. All those other names, they did not. Yeah, I think they're probably niche comedy, niche niche comedy. It's very specific. Lauren Lapkus, uh, she's like an improviser, Mm -hmm. and she's known in the improv community. Uh, She's fucking magnificent. She's like hilarious, Uh, but she's also doing a lot of shit. She was on. uh, Did you watch that Pete Holmes HBO show? Oh yeah, she's in Crashing. She's Crashing. Yeah, Yeah, she's she's his ex girlfriend. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. that's yeah. her. And then right, uh, right. Scott Ackerman, or yeah, he uh, he founded Earwolf. Right? Yeah, he was one of the founders of Earwolf. He wrote for Mister Show. He's been he did comedy Bang Bang. Like he has a yeah, whole production that's company. Thing, that's yeah. his thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've always had this big disconnect between sometimes when I recognize somebody like either an art leader, like a musician, or yeah, yeah. Um, or uh, uh, some sort of actor, and their actual name. Like I remember, right. oh, one, yeah, I remember one time. I was on this dating website and I I was interacting with this uh, this girl and she's like if you don't know if you can't think of uh, a Led Zeppelin song without that isn't Stairway to Heaven yeah. then I don't want to talk to you and I was like oh great like I know Led Zeppelin songs <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know their names now you're out here doing research yeah. I did I, I opened up like a app and I was like oh I know that song oh yeah. I know that song I didn't know that's what it was called it's yeah. also <laughs> funny that that's her, a Led Zeppelin song right? her bar is like if you don't if you don't know immigrant song then I'm afraid that we can <laughs> have a relationship I was like that's what you're gonna tell your kids I've met your father when he played going to California (laughs) it melted my heart away that's so funny that that is really see I got those deep cut Zeppelin references lady you know what I like a personality (laughs) Uh, dude that's super tight Um, and I've known uh, I've known you for since the beginning of 2016 right yeah almost it'll be three Three years years in like yeah yeah. In uh, January, right? yeah, yeah, and we've already, we've already committed to each other uh, as yeah, uh, a bromance. Yeah, <laughs> we uh, <laughs> we went first to vacation yeah. together. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've gone to Big Bear. Sexual too. tension in here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys <laughs> need me to just leave. You like me to <laughs> step up? Step up. my shirt right here. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's super rad, man. That's super cool because you used to be the producer at UCB, and that yeah. was super dope. Yeah, I feel like we've both seen each other's like careers go up yeah. over the three years that we've been hanging out yeah for sure like you landing like actual like big roles on tv shows and shit yeah. and even though i haven't done shit this year hey me either but, but i'm making good. more money this year on acting than i did last year 
Oh, through residuals? Through residuals. I'm I'm like honestly Is that why you're sitting on a big pile of cash right now? <laughs> yes. And to, if you see to my left, I have a exact replica of the Game of Thrones. Room. <laughs> yeah, it's a giant iron <laughs> Game of Thrones chair. This guy's he's got two beds. <laughs> he, he <laughs> does, he, that's not a bed. He, he takes, does have two beds. He's One's like, propped up against the wall like a drug lord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's where he keeps the stash at. Yeah, Rocky, we got to go. <laughs> Cuts it up and pulls out his money. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, man. No, anyway, so. Uh, so you just signed up for a gym membership, huh? Yeah, it's like literally the first thing I well, these this is literally what happened, as in the literal definition of literal. So I got paid uh, with Earwolf. Uh, I got two checks because I missed, like I didn't put down the right. Uh, it's, I put down the wrong information. That's not interesting. No. But I basically got two Earwolf checks at the same time. The first thing I did was I bought some shorts because I'm a big fan of the short game and like I just like looking nice. Then I bought some shoes, and then. The third thing I did was I bought a membership to Planet Fitness. Nice. Because I've been, I just haven't had money. Yeah. Like, I haven't had disposable income since I've moved out here. It's been like, pay rent, pay bills. Uh, maybe if I'm feeling crazy, like really crazy, I can buy some underwear, like some nice, nice underwear once yeah. a month. Yeah. Hell and yeah. Everything else is just like survival shit. Do you get free me undies by chance? I Not w- that I'm asking for myself, but for you. No, I, uh, Real talk, me. I'm wearing me undies right now. They're, they're the only piece of clothing that I like enough to be like, yo, dog, you gotta check out these underwears. They're amazing. I, yo, if you're listening, me undies, I know they're in LA because I see the packaging. Get at me. I, I, please holler at me. I would yeah. love to talk about how much I love me undies. Yeah. But we would love to as well. Yeah, yo, exactly. I'm telling you, get in the me undies game. It's, yeah. I, I highly fuck with y'all. Um, no, but like, so one of the things you get, like, you know, it's like a real company. So you get, like, health insurance and you yeah. get, like, health insurance programs. So you get, like, a wellness thing where, like, oh, you know, you sign up for a gym, get, like, 400 bucks back or, like, uh, 400 bucks, like, 50 bucks or, like. Oh, they give lose, you, like, a, like, like, a, like they almost reimburse you, whatever. Yeah, it it's like, lose it, like, if you don't smoke, you get this much money off of your, like, uh, oh, yeah, monthly yeah. health and thing, whatever. That's it's really like, cool. Oh, that's great. Like, I get paid to get worked out, to work out because I have not had the financial ability to, like, pay for a gym like yeah i've walked and shit but like walking out here is not the same as walking on the east coast just because it's like a lot of traffic like there's you know a lot of weirdos out Mm -hmm. there um like the remember the first time i went jogging in burbank it was like going to like a little neighborhood like oh this isn't that bad like it's yeah it's hot outside but like it's not as bad as savannah as far as like humidity and then like this fucking jalopy drove by and they blasted me with with like just soot and like I got like my eyes were all clogged up, I couldn't breathe. I was like, "Oh, this is why people join gyms Holy out here. Shit. They don't just run in the street unless they're in like a nice neighborhood." Yeah, exactly. Now it all checks out. I was the only <laughs> asshole out there. It's like you got all this land in Burbank and no one's jogging but yeah. me. And now I understood instantly. There's a whole song about it, right? Nobody walks in LA. Remember that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah only what is it? The only freaks walk in LA or something? I've never heard that song. That's on Drew's profile. You don't unless you know this deep cut. No one walks in LA. Don't get at me. I respect that. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so why is drew so quiet though i don't know i think i'm just uh waiting f- you know I'm, I'm so happy that we have an actual professional podcaster here <laughs> i'm waiting for him to tell wes all of the terrible mistakes he makes and i'm right ready to write them down he keeps muting his uh zick keeps muting his mic and tell me to fucking you know oh just cheer I, up a I little just, <laughs> he just I just kicked, kicked a thing yeah that was my first mistake <laughs> don't listen to that no but uh no it's super tight man and uh so tell us what you think about us and what, <laughs> just kidding. oh i was about to go into like, no, yeah what do you guys want to know no no i did want to talk about something though because uh uh drew 
I told them last week when we were on on the podcast with Albert. I was like, oh, I'm about to go do another podcast, and uh, oh, yeah, yeah. it's called the Improvisers Cut, which Zig and I were on the same in. day. You guys did that back to back. Yeah, we oh, did yeah. that back to back. So I was on my third hour by the time I got over to you. Yeah, of podcasting and. Uh, and yeah, and so Drew wouldn't let me forget to tell him what the name of the podcast was because mm. he was like, "Hey, tell me what the name of the podcast is." So I was like, and I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." Yeah. And then I forgot, and he was like, "Yo, what's hey, the turd. name of the podcast?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was hey. like, "All right, bro, hey, man, I'm coming to break those legs. You don't tell me what's up, B. <laughs> <laughs> About to take all my equipment back." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, "Shit, all right, man." So finally, I told him, "I was like, oh, it's an improviser's cut," and then he heard it and i was like oh he's like hey i heard the, the podcast uh and i was like cool what'd you think he was like i'll wait till sunday oh, oh yeah let's get this <laughs> out here we are yeah <laughs> now i'm on the spot <laughs> now i feel all subconscious that's about what it. podcasting is about baby yeah well no i mean as i was listening right because uh, you guys what did what was it it was the die hard yeah um, a movie yeah. i've so, not seen in a long ass time too, yeah dude. i was a little hurt I'll be honest, my feelings were hurt because uh, I realized how much older than I am than uh, bo- probably both of you, <laughs> and and the dis- the the dismissiveness that you both spoke with about Bruce Willis just hurt me <laughs> so much, <laughs> right? Like you were dismissing him, and I was just like, "How dare they? How dare they speak this heresy about a Bruce Willis, one of the greatest actors of all time, and b Die Hard, the one of the greatest movies of all time." <laughs> It's funny, Die Hard was, like, right in that cusp between, like, I feel like I know what you're saying. I feel like if I was a couple years older, Die Hard would have been the thing. But for me, it was Terminator 2. Like, that was, like, my big action movie. I remember when Terminator 2 came. I remember when the trailer came out, because I want to say I was watching a Bruce Willis movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I was watching Armageddon. Oh, my God. Oh, wait. That doesn't make <laughs> oh, sense. 90s. Yeah. Late 90s, right? I was watching some movie, and... <laughs> The, all it, all it was was the the um there's like a logo that they spin oh, in that yeah, movie yeah, yeah, right yeah, before every yeah, yeah. and it was just the dun 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 dun, dun, dun and everybody was like oh my god yeah. oh my god it's <laughs> yeah. coming it's yeah. Co- yeah. it's happening like there was you know this is pre internet you know yeah. pre internet so yeah. it was just like what's going on and and sure enough right that, that that was it there was no like coming it was just just that a teaser thing. yeah yeah that everybody knew exactly what it was um. But yeah, that's got to be one of the, my favorite movies of all time. It was such a leap in everything. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, like, yeah I yeah. like Terminator, but I would. If you go back and watch Terminator, you're like, this movie's kind of ugly. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah, I <laughs> would drown I did that about a year ago. If Terminator One was a was a baby, I drowned it in a bathtub to get to Terminator. <laughs> 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 Terminator. Yeah, that James Cameron. <laughs> no, I agree. Like, yeah, Terminator does not. I mean. Some of it holds up, but you just put like any, literally any frame between those two movies side to side. You're like, yeah. oh, this is the better looking movie in every <laughs> single aspect yeah. of the game. Um, so then you were disappointed, is what you're saying? You no, actually, I thought it was good, but I was just, I was a little bit hurt about uh, all the. I'm telling you, all the. It, it felt like you guys were mocking my my childhood <laughs> and and everybody <laughs> and everything I was, <laughs> everything I've been brought up to believe, and so. Um, but it was you, fun. Have you ever I, heard an improviser, uh, an improv podcast? Or I haven't. No. Uh, so yeah, I, I was very curious to know what like the civilian thinks about improvised podcasts because sometimes I'm like I gotta sit through 45 minutes of people okay improv, people <laughs> you know? doing bullshit. Yeah, doing bullshit. <laughs> like we listen to literally anything else. Yeah. Did you at any point felt like it was like what the fuck is going on? Um, no. What it was, it was funny because you guys would get on on certain things like uh, like certain sidebars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and I was like, are they going to be able to... Because I, I saw how long the episode was. And I'm like, are they going to be able to touch on the whole movie? <laughs> right? And there was something that you guys left out. And I'm like, they didn't even talk about... <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys didn't even talk about the broken... You know, him walking on broken glass. I'm like, that's like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, that's, that's like, like the like, thing. Like, <laughs> from that's, the movie. Yeah. That's those part the, of the lore. There was a few <laughs> things that we brought back just as a chore. Like, the reporter at the end was like a poor, like... Yeah. It was yeah. just like, oh, and the reporter walks in. <laughs> yeah. I think he should, he should probably make us watch these movies before we... Yeah. yeah. That would be my one note. I totally agree. But what I what I was really surprised that you guys did kind of circle back on was um, in that movie. There's a limo driver that's chilling in the parking lot oh, the yeah. whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. I forgot about that guy. And that's like a throwaway. <laughs> yes, right. That's that, the one we all those things are throwaway. Like it would not change the movie at all. But yeah. it's a, kind of like a fun little little yeah. kind of breakaway from the action yeah. every time. <laughs> and his his uh, awesome scene where he rams. You know, he uses a limo to ram that van right and stops oh, the guys from yeah, escaping. Right. right? All that all that other work that Bruce Willis <laughs> did right and it comes down to the guy in the limousine. You know, Bruce Willis. For whatever reason, he I I think for me it's like I keep I keep in my I keep thinking in my head that he did something wrong and he I don't think he's ever done anything wrong but no. somehow I'm like Bruce Willis is probably like a piece of shit but I I'm sure he's not I think he's just an asshole in the way that anyone that's an A-list actor is an asshole right I mean because if you ever you guys ever hear that story that Kevin Smith tells about him. Uh, yes, yes, yeah, I have. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, if you haven't heard it, Drew, they did this movie called Cop Out, which, admittedly, is like, it's, it's just a shitty yeah. movie. And I can understand if you're like Bruce Willis, you're like, why the fuck am I wasting <laughs> six weeks on this garbage exactly. movie that's not gonna make any money, whatever. Mm-hmm. But he was talking about how like Bruce was like intimidating, and like he tried to give him a note for a scene, and he just was like, "Are you giving me a fucking note?" And he's like, "Uh, yes, sir. I just <laughs> want to give you a note." He basically was like, "Hey." Yeah, he had this movie, this series called Moonlighting in the 80s, which was like some right. comedy that was on. He's like, hey, uh, can you play it like you played in this one scene? He's like, you're asking me to play a character that I played 20 years ago? <laughs> and he was like, uh, yeah, that was dumb. I shouldn't have done that. And he walked back to his seat. But then he said that like after the second take, he played it like he played it in Moonlight. And he's like, why the fuck did you give me all this grief if you're going to do it anyway? Like, I just don't understand why you did that. Yeah, dude. And uh, again, like, uh, he's never done anything wrong, but somehow to me it's just in my head that I'm like, oh, Bruce Willis is probably an asshole, but <laughs> he's nice. I've seen him in interviews. I'm sure he's a like an asshole on... Because you kind of got to be, right, if you're an A-list actor, because people will take advantage of you. Yeah. Oh, he did that power move that I think I told you about. Um, I can't remember the specifics of it. Oh, that's right. Do you remember what the specifics of it were? I just know, like, the the, the punch... The, the punch, not the punchline, but the fucking actual, like... He basically, like... It was for one of the Die Hard movies, yeah. right? Yeah, so, like, there is... And I know the details are very wrong for this, but basically he was on... Oh, him and Kevin Smith originally read on, met on... Was it the fourth Die Hard movie? The, like, the newer one that they made? And uh, there was something happening on set, and they were trying to get something to happen. And uh, Bruce Willis called the the heads of the network. He's like, hey, uh, I need this thing to happen. I need you to... Oh! Kevin Smith wrote a monologue for Bruce Willis that like had some emotional shit happening for the next scene. He's like, all right, send these pages off. Let me get the approval, and then we can do it. And he sent it off. The network liked it or whatever. He was waiting for it to get approval. And then uh, the network was like, actually, we don't want to do this, blah, blah, blah. And Bruce Willis was like... Can you find another? What's the character's name? Bru- McClintock. Yeah, McCl- They're like, McClintock. no. Okay, then we're doing it. And then you hung up. I was like, that's a power move. <laughs> yeah. I want to get to the point in my career where I can do that. Yeah, no shit, man. That's that's legit. Yeah. That's uh, pretty cool. Um, 
This is yeah. the Bruce Willis podcast, right? Where yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just it's so timely too, right? <laughs> and I'm sure because you know they just did his comedy roast, right? But, you know, speaking of moonlighting, right? That was another affront to my childhood when you guys spoke poorly of that. Cause I that had show. never seen moonlighting. I just know the reference. I didn't even know what it was. But he worked at a bar, right? Was that his thing? That he was he not a no. It was what, not a bar. What did, he, what did he do in moonlighting? I don't remember exactly because I I was pretty young. Um, yeah. but uh, it was it was like an epic show. It was like it was probably a top rated show, I imagine. But it was. Uh, Sybil Shepherd was on it. Um, mm-hmm. Who now? They sh- I just saw her on the. I just saw her on that comedy roast, right? They they berated her, but um, anyhow, uh, they were like that couple that like that never got to get like oh, the yeah. whole the, oh, yeah. the whole series. They're fighting Fucking and they then towards the end they get together finally. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it was an epic show. I don't remember much about it, but I, I probably I'm sure I'm sure. That if I watched it, rewatched it now, I'd probably be like, "This is what I watched. This is what I <laughs> I used to I used to because uh, I I grew up with uh, five brothers and sisters, mm. and I they used to stay up late, and I used to sneak up staying late, right? So they'd yeah. be watching TV, and I'd pretend to like sleep on the couch, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm like with one eye open watching the shows that they were watching. Yeah, yeah. So I watched shows, you know, in in uh, not or incognito, but like <laughs> undercover. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I used to sneak up. That's why I would, I would always have the hardest time getting to school, right? I used to live right across the street from my elementary school and was always late. I was never on time. And it was probably because I was I was staying up till midnight watching TV shows, right? <laughs> Damn. But anyhow, it was one of those one of those shows that it had to have been uh pre like 1988. Yeah, I remember yeah. like early in the mid 90s sitcom was what I remember of it. That's yeah. all I remember about it. The thing so like uh I I didn't move to the U.S. till I think '97 or '98, so mm. I missed that whole like. Even though it was around, I was in a fucking different country. I was in Mexico watching yeah. like Mexican stuff. You know, I wasn't watching any of this. So like, he was watching El Chavo del Ocho. El Chavo del Ocho, man, mm. that was gold. Um, the number one uh, Spanish series in Latin America, believe it or not. They still it, and it ran forever. It's still running in Mexico. Here in the U.S. In cartoon version. It runs in even the real thing. Oh, really? Yeah, and cartoons. What's and it's show? It's called El Chavo del Ocho, which was... Uh, it's just, it's basically Almada. it's basically like a sketch show, dude. Oh, word, word. Um, but it's like ongoing. So it's like... It's the same ensemble. It's like five or six comedians. Mm-hmm. And this is from the 70s and 80s. Yeah. yeah. It's the same, same comedians from the Same 70s and comedians. 80s. And they just have like five different characters and then they just do like sketches on those and uh-huh. like it w- it's funny it really is funny yeah. i don't know what you think and of it, it. yeah it, it really was because it was a, it was a kid show right so their their main character was the one so uh, el, el chavo right his name's chispirito like his nick like his nickname right well that's one uh, that's one character el chavo oh, was, was the second character it, yeah so el, what was the actor's name was uh, it mario roberto Ma- lopez there you go he, um, their main characters were the they're most known for is El Chavo, and then there it's in this little courtyard. El, El, El Chavo is like a homeless kid that lives in the in a in a barrel, right? <laughs> in the courtyard, <laughs> and he hangs out with the other kids, and they're, you know, but they're all adults, right? They're just yeah. playing kids, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just epic, and it, and it was you know you got to think back if if in the U.S. you had three channels in Mexico, who knows how many they they did. Mm. And it's from an era when 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 uh, production values in Mexico were actually really good for like movies, yeah. right? Yeah. If you look at Mexican cinema, they took a big dive off the oh, cliff, sure. right? But there was a there was like a golden era of Mexican film, and that's when that they were producing this show. And then there's like there's like three or four other like um, so like if you consider it like a like um, Saturday Night Live, where mm-hmm. there was like 
there was like a set six mm, yeah, different yeah, yeah, yeah. sketches that they would do. Mm. Yeah. It wasn't like an American multicam, but it was literally like like it was a play, and mm-hmm. there was yeah, like yeah. four cameras capturing everything. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like Saturday Night Live meets Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood in a way, yeah, right? Yeah, that's because, oh, yeah, way yeah, to yeah. describe it. Actually. Right, it, it it was it was comedy for sure, but there uh, there was also like they built in like these moral messages, and yeah. there was a lot of you know there was a lot of in between. Um, and it's just beloved, right? Yeah. It's just so, beloved, yeah. In <laughs> all of Latin, like uh, I was talking to a friend, and he said he was he went on vacation uh, to Dominican Republic, and like they were switching the channels, and it was on. And, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just on everywhere, man. And uh, yeah, I mean that that guy was worth a shit ton of money, and of course they they all got into like lawsuits and shit. Oh, because, yeah, that's how it always goes. Well, I think a lot of it was, and I don't know the truth, obviously, but a lot of it was, like, people wanted to, like, spin off and, like, mm. there was that whole argument of, like, well, I created the character and yeah, yeah, other yeah. people saying, like, well, we own the property. We actually own yeah. the property. Yeah, yeah. So. Because there was a lot of, like, like not spin-offs, but, like, basically just rip-offs, but, like, because they took, the, like, there was a ton of shows where now, like, in, like, recent, like, past 10 years, past 15 years where it's a classroom setting mm-hmm. and all all the kids all the kids are adults mm-hmm. right half of them are like like these super busty hot women yeah. wearing almost nothing right yeah. but they're I've seen some of those sketches before yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, and that's like they're 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 and it's even some of the main characters like some of the characters yeah. from that show would show up on these like like sketches. bad spin-offs yeah. and I remember thinking, what are they doing? Right? Like, yeah. How dare sure. you? Yeah. Right? yeah. I forgot how we got into the shit. <laughs> yeah. I was talking about. Oh, Bruce Willis moonlighting this. Oh, yeah. That's right. To this. Oh, yeah. that's right. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. Uh, so, where do we go from here? <laughs> I feel like we were talking about film so much. Uh, yeah. So, we've kind of kind of strayed away from our main topic. So, um, so you know, you know, Zig, um, Wes asked you to come on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you've you've uh, recently been been uh, um, kind of in this bigger role, and now you've got some extra money to kind of throw around. Yeah. To Planet Fitness, and mm-hmm. um, what what are you what are you kind of uh, looking forward to doing with that? Like, is there like a specific goal? Do you have any? Yeah, I think like I've always been very cognizant. Of, like, yeah, like like I've I have the body type that's not gonna have like super shredded like a six pack like that's just mm-hmm. not like that's just not the hand that I was dealt yeah. I've always been very comfortable with that uh, I think the the main thing is just health like being able to get back to where uh, I was um, like where I just feel healthy like I'm at the point now where like when I first went to LA like I'd walk everywhere blah 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 because I was coming off a job um, so, so I'll backtrack a little bit so like I've always had um I've always done something sort of like healthy once I got to like college age, just because mm-hmm. like oh like I'm in college and like you should probably be fit because you got to walk around campus and we're like a mile above sea level, so like you're going to get winded if you're not used to walking Jeez. around. So like in college, like you know, do stupid. I would do like karate and jujitsu, and then like I would just jog like maybe three times a week. Um, when I moved when I moved to um, uh, grad school in Savannah, Georgia, it's a very hot and humid environment. So like you had to get used to like navigating that in a different way. So like I had, um, I had a manual job in as far as that, like I was working on a bunch of film sets. So like you're working 12 to 15 hour, 14 hours a day. And like, you're lifting a bunch of weights. Like you're lifting like 50 pound camera batteries and like you're moving G and E gear and uh, lights and stuff. 
And even then, like I had when I got a job at a rental place, which is doing the same thing, like you're doing all that. But then you're going up ladders and lifting it up like three or four, like yeah. 15 feet in the air. And then so I would supplement that with like, all right, this is like my like lifting weight stuff. So like working out was really like going to the gym, riding a bike for like 35 minutes or 10 miles, whichever one I could knock out first, doing a couple stuff on the rowing uh, uh, on the rowing machine. I have a sports injury from doing jujitsu, so it's yeah. sort of difficult for me to like uh, do shoulder. like yeah. So it's difficult. Yeah, I'm pointing to my shoulder, so it's difficult for me to do like a lot of the bench press stuff just because it it, it pops and like right. I feel very uncomfortable. Like oh, what if my shoulder gives out and like I fucking crack my neck and I can't move or whatever. It's <laughs> so, like my r- workout routine was like uh, 30 hours a week of like doing like the job, like the manual job, mm-hmm. uh, and then I would supplement that with like basically just like light cardio work, like going to the gym. Uh, do the biking, do the rowing, do like like PT, uh, physical training exercises for my shoulder, and then uh, I would go into a, a specific area where we had like a tire, and then I would flip the tire, and then like that was in and out, in and out, forty five minutes to an hour, like any longer than that, and I just like I don't know why we're here. Yeah, like I had a friend that get, that was like training me for like he trained me like three times, and like we're in there for like an hour and a half. I'm like, why? It, it, it doesn't take this long to yeah. do what I need to do. Like I have a system already. Like I know my body. I appreciate you showing me these things because there are things I still use. Like as far as like warm downs and stretchings and stuff. But I was like, I, I, like, I just don't want to be in this building for longer than an hour. Like, I don't know. Like I'm not trying to get a six pack. Yeah. I'm not trying to be super ripped. Like I'm not trying to impress anyone. Like I just want to walk a block without passing out. Like <laughs> that's the bar. That's where the bar is at basically. <laughs> so when I moved out here, like my job instantly went from like, being very physical to like sedentary because you're uh, podcasting like you're sitting down like yeah you can stand up but like that's not really doing much as far as like what i was doing exercise wise right i just gained a ton of weight because like all right i'm still eating like i was working out basically every single day right but like my job is now sitting in front of computers sending emails or answering phone calls so i was like oh wait like i've gained a lot of weight but i haven't done anything in the past three years so now the whole goal is to um Basically, uh, what I usually do when like I go long periods without working out or like just not being physical, is I try to spend like two to three months just doing cardio, just like basically doing the homework, which is like going in. I try to get ten miles on the bike at least before like as yeah. a warm up, and then like as a warm down, like I'll do like I'll jog a couple of blocks. Like that's my yeah. thing. It's just cardio, 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 and then once I feel like I'm in the place where like I can do like uninterrupted um, jog. For uh, was it three point three point one? That's a five k, right? Five k, yeah, three point one like miles. Three, three, yeah, something like. Basically, want to get to the point where I can like jog uninterrupted for a five k is when I'm like, all right, let's get into strength. So yeah, the whole the whole plan that I have is like do this up until like Thanksgiving. I think is when I think around the three month period. We're yeah. At. And then start looking at like some martial arts clubs, like judo clubs. Hell yeah! But I am worried about like I'm not twenty four anymore. Yeah. And, like I I also don't know if like getting slammed or tossed around at you know (laughs) at this age if i can recover as quickly as i could back in the day so if it's one of those things where like oh maybe i'll just take like a boxing class or like a kickboxing class where like there's no like contact or no like sparring because like i'm not you know 23 anymore and i can't fucking get kicked in the face or get (laughs) (laughs) get hip tossed How, how old are you brother i'm 31 oh okay yeah like, it, but I definitely noticed where, like, when I had, um, so I separated both of my shoulders. Uh, I separated my first shoulder, and I think it healed. I mean, like, I could move it and stuff after, like, six weeks, but there mm. was still pain for, like, six months. Right. And when I separated my other shoulder, I was out for, like, eight months. Like, Ooh, I just, Jesus like, it was just, like, like, 
clicking. Like I can't couldn't sleep on it. Like yeah, just like it's impossible to to sleep comfortably, yeah. and that affects you as far as like all right, you went from getting eight hours of sleep to like five or six because you're constantly turning. Like mm-hmm. you can't sleep in certain positions when you're like in a car, you're sitting down. Yeah, and it just affects like <laughs> just mobility because like sorry, because your your arm is like basically taped up for like the fur or wrapped up for like the right. first six weeks so like it's hard like just moving any muscle above Damn. like your waist and shit and like I don't want to go through that again because if I'm doing it out here like I'm not near family like I can't right. like recuperate I'll basically be holed up in my apartment just sitting in bed gaining back whatever weight that I lost yeah, yeah. You know, while I was yeah. being active yeah little little background uh, where where uh, where are you from originally and where did you go to school so I'm from uh, a little town called Pine Hall North Carolina okay and then I moved to like one town over called Walnut Cove, North Carolina. But I went to undergrad at this place called Appalachian State in Boone. Yeah, yeah. Which was, um, it's a mountainous region. Like I'm, where I'm from is a place called the Foothills where it's like sort of like in the mid-range where like are, there are some mountains, but there's also like a little flatland. So like we're, a week, there are points that are pretty high above sea level. So like adjusting wasn't that hard. Mm-hmm. But in Boone, like basically it was, you're about 3,300 3, feet above sea level. Thirty-three thousand. Thirty-three thousand. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, above sea level, so like, you get winded. Yeah, pretty easily. Like it was easier for me to adjust. But I remember, um, I went to visit a friend in Wilmington, which is like on the coast, and like, I remember we went to like a football game, and there was like a six, like a, maybe like four or five, like story walk up. I remember like with my friend just jogging up and not feeling anything, sure. and like my friend who was from there was like winded. I was like, "What's why you why are you winded? Like I'm f- <laughs> at least two hundred pounds heavier than you. What is going on?" And like, "Oh wait, because I'm used to exercising yeah. like all, like basically a little bit more than half a mile above sea level. I'm used to it." Yeah. So like, yeah, I did karate and stuff there uh, at App at Appalachian State because I found out like uh, basically my last quarter I needed one class to graduate, and I found out that. I could supplement a karate class as like a history class. Like, that's what I needed to graduate because they like the class was like three hours long, so like three and a half hours long. So like you do martial arts for like two and a half, three hours, and then thirty minutes of that is like learning the history of like where this came from and now the origins and stuff. And after that, after class was it would end, they would have like sort of like unofficial like, hey, if you want to stick around a little bit, like learn a little bit of judo or jujitsu, come oh, on wow. through. Which is probably how I fucked my shoulder up because they probably weren't properly instructed on how to teach it yeah but yeah i was do- doing that and then i went to grad school at savannah college of art and design in savannah georgia um which is at sea level but it's also incredibly humid oh, like there are yeah. there are days where it's like 80 90 degrees outside but compounded with like 70 80 percent humidity so like it would be like difficult like physically difficult to breathe like because like you're walking maybe a block if you had a napkin that napkin would be shredded. And like I've been there in the summer, man. Yeah, it's, 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 it's dangerous. Cruel. Like it's, yeah. it can be dangerous. Like if yeah. you're not used to like being physically active, especially if you're on like a set that's in like exteriors mm-hmm. all day. Like if you're in the field exteriors all day, like you're lifting like, you know, Alexa's or reds, or whatever. Yeah. Like those, like those aren't light cameras. Right. Like, you could very easily easier yourself or have a heat stroke. If I mean, not, not for me, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, because you're not, you're a wall of muscle. Right, exactly. Honestly, you could probably lose a bit. Honest, you could <laughs> a cut, bit of muscle? You could cut a bit of muscle, you know. <laughs> but yeah, like that was it. And then I moved out here uh, in 2015, September, September of 2015. And like it just was not active at all for any of those for those three years i blame uh, wes yeah I'll blame i blame wes wes, too, yeah. I, wes all your friends are fat <laughs> <laughs> i think you're you're the reason you're why the, you're the you're the through line you see this guy like, all right he's got it right, i'm just gonna sit here you cookie <laughs> oh man that's funny um but uh 
Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, I I totally know what you're saying about the the altitude because I went to uh, where was it Mammoth Lakes once. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been there a few times, but I went one time and I got fucking tore up there. Uh, altitude does something funny to people, right? Did you were you on that trip that we took to to Golden when we were with uh, with Coors? Uh, I remember going there for some training, right? Like, here's how to sell beer. You've been selling it for three years, but we're just taking <laughs> now. We're just taking the time now to to show you what yeah. we think it should be. Um, <laughs> I remember going there and having one uh, one beer, uh, one pint glass of like Blue Moon, mm-hmm. and it just wrecking me. Yeah, I, and I couldn't believe it. And I was like, man, what's going on? And and everybody was having kind of like the same experience. It's just you don't have enough oxygen in your right, brain, exactly. And you got and you add alcohol. Yeah, no, that's a uh, that's a real fucking struggle, man. Yeah, that that sort of had a similar thing happen when I was moving a friend out here to L.A. Is that we drove cross, cross country from Savannah to Los Angeles, and we stopped in uh, at uh, the Grand Canyon for a night. Oh yeah, and like everyone in the car was pretty fit at the time, like, but we walked up maybe five like five physical steps. And we were so winded, like we just couldn't breathe because <laughs> yeah. the air is so thin yeah. up there. Is like, the uh, is the Grand Canyon like at a high altitude? It's at a higher altitude. Uh, yeah, like noticeably I've never so. Been. Like yeah. like to the point where like you could walk. And I'm talking about like back when I was like physically doing stuff. Like yeah. it, you could walk maybe a block, and like you would feel dizzy because yeah. there's so thin, so so little. Yeah, air there, for yeah. sure. Um, you've never been to the Grand Canyon? No, I've I was trying to plan a, a trip this this uh, summer when my remember I told you my uncle from Mexico was here. Oh yeah, we were like you know they love the outdoors. We're gonna take them to this mm. trip, and they were like no no I don't want to <laughs> do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, it's it's it's. Definitely takes a little bit to get used to. It's yeah. not like driving to Big Bear. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you're high above, like right. a mile high. Like you understand why athletes go to the train. Yeah, it, it's beautiful though. I I love the Grand Canyon. It's super cool. I mean, I will say though, there's only so much you could do there unless you're like trying to camp over there and shit. Yeah, I'm know? not an outdoorsy. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm. I mean, in general, I'm not an outdoorsy person. But when it when I think of hiking, I think there's two different types that I think of. There's like east coast hiking which to me is like you're getting away from like city and you're going into nature about what well, i mean you're going to nature out here too yeah. but it's like it's different types of nature mm-hmm. there's a lot of like it's very verdant on the east coast yeah so like hiking in an undergrad was like all right we're gonna go into the woods for like an hour or two yeah. hang out by some creeks and uh, eat some food blah 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 but out here it's like all right we're gonna hike into the desert look out for mountain lions it's like <laughs> I, that's not what i'm into like that's not what i want yeah. like we had bears and shit but it was like like the like you can see a bear like when yeah. you have a big brown thing in, in the middle of green you're like yeah. all right i can see a bear but yeah. out here it's like oh what's that brown thing oh that's a cougar run you know <laughs> i'm not into that <laughs> so am i supposed to run or am i supposed to stand my ground yeah you know, like, what i do like i don't know the rules i don't like cats to begin with or even like, rattlesnakes you know what i mean it's like they blend in pretty well with the dirt yeah, like, yeah. You know, i've gone it's on little... hikes when i lived in arizona when like i i almost stepped on one and yeah shit. that's like, terrifying i would never go hiking in arizona that um, that yeah. just there's that just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that's another thing too. It's like, are you like, trying to die? Hiking out here is like <laughs> when I think of hiking out here is like, oh, I'm going to be uncomfortable in that it's going to be hot. Yeah, but on the East Coast, like you're hiking, you're like you have nice breezes. Yeah. You're like you're, there's no like direct sun usually hitting you because you're in the forest. Like maybe you'll run across some like like a stray dog or like yeah. coyotes or something, and like if you're really unlucky like you'll spot a bear but it'll be like so far away that they're not even gonna think about they're just chilling yeah they're just chilling (laughs) eating some food trying to get get unstuck from a tree or whatever they do yeah um cool well uh 
Sorry, do you have something? Yeah, I was just wanted to say the thing that I can't get over is why people don't like you people. I hear so many people like coming across bears. Like my cousin Mary, she she was she was going on a trail one. We were in the middle of the trail that she had seen a bear on, Holy and she decided God. to tell me like at that moment <laughs> that we were like three miles in, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me? You saw a bear." <laughs> on this trail and you still come to this yeah. and you and you wait to tell me when we're three miles in yeah, <laughs> yeah that's too far yeah like because so, like I, i'll do like the standard stuff where like you'll notice like claw marks like you'll notice like scratchings on woods yeah. and stuff or you'll see like sort of like dried like paw prints you're like well it's like as long as i'm faster than my <laughs> fast friend that's all that matters you know? <laughs> yeah that's true and also it's very true like we we weren't like grizzlies shit it was like brown bears which is still Aren't those boars? Oh, maybe they were black bears. Maybe it was black bears. Because I think the brown bears, brown bears are the are ones worse, yeah. that, like, uh, that if you're moving, no matter what you are, they yeah. just kill. To, they won't even eat you. They'll just kill you. Yeah, I think that we had the we had the smaller ones. Yeah. The ones that would be afraid of, like, the your black dog. black bears. Yeah. yeah. We had, like, the little black bears. So I was like, all right, they're generally pretty terrified unless you get there, have, like, cubs with them or something like that. Yeah, because I think, I forgot where I read this, but, like, when, you know, uh, Americans settled in California, like they went on a killing spree of brown bears. It sounds about right because, for white people. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, because they were like, "Oh no, that's the only uh, predator that we have. Let's kill it." Yeah. So they kill them all, and that's why they don't have brown bears. That's now. why they stick them on the flag. Like we put you on the flag yeah, exactly. in memorial. But, yeah. like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can't be out in these streets. So got. now we like we there's brown bears, but they're up like in northern California, close to like Oregon, where like mm-hmm. nobody lives. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm always surprised that people don't carry guns on these trails, right? Because I you know. I, I I'm not a I'm not a an, a gun toting person in general, but right. the one place I think would be would where I would feel like I would like a gun is is on these trails because mm. like what if a bear comes up and then what you can't just carry like a little gun you got to carry yeah. like a bear stopping gun. Well, yeah, that's yeah, precisely right? that's precisely the problem because I first of all I don't know how to operate a big gun. Right. Secondly, it's a big bear, but that doesn't mean that I'm gonna hit it. Yeah. And third. That bear's made up his mind if he's rushing me at this point. Yeah. So even if I hit him once, you gotta stop him. Right? I gotta stop. And it's like, okay, we're. I guess we're both gonna die at this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that still doesn't resolve the problem that I'm gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> you know I, mean? I got dreams. Yeah, exactly. I got dreams to do. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting residuals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I gotta. Call. I'm ready to pilot right now. I'm trying to see what happens to that. Yeah. Exactly. Oh <laughs> uh, man, but uh, yeah, dude, that that that's pretty cool. Um, that that sounds like a pretty uh specific plan which is great yeah it's just a matter of fact you're just executing because it's yeah like it's like you like you're mentioning earlier it's like getting anywhere in la is difficult yeah and like the fact that i have to drive from basically here in hollywood to like downtown la three times a week will suck just because traffic can yeah. be whatever can yeah. be all over the place even though it's 24 hours like I know that I'm not going to wake up at like one o'clock in the morning and go work out. Like that, what is that going to do for yeah. me? It's uh, not my plan. But yeah, like it's just a matter of like actually making sure I do this shit, and then yeah. like getting onto like an actual good eating regimen. Like now mm-hmm. that I have money, where it's not like I'm not getting off work at like you would see. I get off work yeah. at like midnight. It's like all right, nothing's open. Like I'm not going to go home and cook food yeah. at fucking midnight. <laughs> I'm going to stop by Jack in the Box or, yeah. or Hardee's or whatever and get some food or Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr. out here. Carl's yeah. Jr. Yeah. Get some food. And it's like now, like oh, I get off work at like. Anywhere from six thirty to like two thirty in the afternoon, depending yeah. on how my workload your is. Day so, looks. Yeah, you know your story is 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 I you know it's you hear it all the time, right? Mm-hmm. I was I was when I was younger, I could eat what I wanted, and I you know I was super active, and mm-hmm. 
and then I, you know, as you get older, you get you get more. Like, I don't want to call it cush jobs, but you get jobs where you you can be more sedentary yeah, most yeah. of the time, right? And then, yeah. you know, they they people say it all the time, you know, that that sitting is the new cancer, but it, it really is. Like you can you can put on weight really fast, especially if you're not watching what you're eating, because. Mm-hmm. It it just it just it's just crazy, right? The amount of um, yeah. Like when you look at s- stuff and you're like, how is this 800 calories, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So We've, you know, it's it's not uncommon. And then you know, the other thing that resonated with me and in what you were saying is the injuries, right? Yeah. Because one of the, one of the things that I have to 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 remind sometimes when I'm with a like a trainer mm-hmm. or somebody that I'm like that's in shape and yeah. it's like. As much as I want to run with you, as much as I want to go full strength with you, I have to be really careful because if I, let's say I blow my knee out, yeah, I'm going to be laid up for a year. Yeah. And then yeah. Where, where will I be? Yeah. yeah. That's other th- another thing is that like, I also, this is sort of tangentially related, but like I've always had confidence in myself, even though like, even when like I was super small, I was, I'm, I was like six, four, I wasn't small, yeah. but like still <laughs> like when I was in shape and stuff, I always had confidence, even when I didn't have shape out and when I'm out of shape now, like. I always had confidence with me, so I'd never had like I know like a lot of people, which is, I understand that like they'll be intimidated. Well, it takes a lot of confidence uh, to wear that Ed Hardy shirt. So. Yeah, well, you yeah. guys don't see like I have, yeah. I have a lot of gold rings on. Yeah, uh, just a beautiful slicked over haircut. Right. Um, <laughs> but I, I know a lot of people get intimidated going to gyms for the first, especially for the, like the first time, because I totally yeah. get it. Because like, oh, I'm going to get judged, or like. Uh, I, I don't know how to use the machines or whatever, which, yeah, that's uh, totally understandable. And, like, you're going to run to assholes that are going to, like, take secret pictures right. of you on Snapchat or whatever or whatever and, and send it up. But I never particularly thought about that. Like, even now, like, at my heaviest, like, I still think I look pretty. Like, I'm still, like, a very confident yeah. guy. Like, I have shorts that are, like, that you know, th- showing out my thigh. thigh like, it's a whole thing. Like, <laughs> I've always had this sort of overlaying, like, supreme confidence thing. So, like, I've never really get in my head it's always been like health really like oh like i get winded walking two blocks like that's not a normal thing right i ever had to worry about so like i've never um been hesitant about like all right let's go fix this thing um but i think having like that plan i think also helps that is uh, i've always been like sort of structure oriented when it came to like quote unquote creative things and i do think that like having an aesthetic as attached to your body can be an, uh, a, is something that falls under creative as far as like how you look, how you carry yourself, like what kind of colors do you like to wear? Like, like how do you wear your haircut? Like there's just things that like people can do for that. And like, I think that you can also make it work. Um, but sp- I, I bring this up because you're speaking about the idea of like going to the gym and like working with trainers who don't know like your injuries and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's always like, I very rarely work with trainers outside of like, um, like a martial arts setting. But I always go in like, hey, yo, like, it's really difficult for me to do, like, bench presses or, like, incline or any of that shit with, like, a heavy bar. Like, yeah. that's, like, just parallel to your body. Like, that, like, my shoulder may give out. Like, I'm not going to do that. Like, right. I'm here for, like, these very specific cardio things. And if you can have exercises that are, like, working out those still think those same muscles as far as, like, I like flipping tires. Like, that's really fun to me. And, like, uh, my, my friend who helped me get into it was, like, uh... You just do it till you're tired. I was like, oh, I can do that. Yeah. Like, yeah, five flips. I'm tired, baby. I'll see you next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was always my thing. Like, all right, that's very simple for me to understand. Like, five flips. The first, like, the, the from I first started doing it, it's like five flips. It's like, all right, this is all right. I'm done. And then it got to like five to ten to fifteen to yeah. twenty, whatever. And like that just became your thing. My thing is like, all right, this this makes sense to me. Like, I yeah. can do this. It's very easy for me to see 
A to B to C. Like, I don't have to, like, do mental math or anything. Like, I remember I was listening to Albert's episode. He talked about he had a friend that worked, that wrote out, like, a workout plan with him. It's like, that was, that, that's the, that wouldn't work necessarily work for me because there's, there's, like, math involved, I think, as far as, like, you got to work out this thing this week and this thing the other day and all that. It's like, that, I know that that wouldn't work for me in the long term because, one, our goals are different and we have completely different body sizes. Like, Albert's not 6'4". Right. And, like, 400 pounds like yeah. that makes sense but also i know that with that even though it's varied up i know that i would personally get bored <laughs> in yeah. my head and like that's the thing that i hate the most about going to the gym mm-hmm. is like getting bored yeah i agree with that man i think that's i i think i talked about that on the last episode is that that's kind of the big uh thing like i there's nothing to look forward to and i think for me it's always been more about like uh, like playing soccer has been a big thing or even playing tennis or, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of thing. Or even doing like kickboxing, kickboxing classes, like you were saying, like, that's fun because, you know, you're not necessarily thinking of it as a workout, but rather just like an activity. And then it just so happens that you're running a lot or mm-hmm. you're punching things or whatever. Whereas like uh, a workout like Albert's, uh, to me, it just doesn't work either, you know, and yeah. I, well, and it doesn't work for, for us. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. I'm trying to say. It, it's for me. It's not that, yeah. you know, it's a poor choice or anything. I know plenty of people who, and I admire it, to be honest, they're like creature of habits. And they're mm-hmm. like, if I don't do this at the gym every day. I, I used to have an old roommate every day. We were there for, we lived together for, I think, almost three years. Literally, literally, every yeah. morning he ate oatmeal with raisins and a scoop of peanut butter every single morning yeah Sergio? No, no no it was another friend that's that's <laughs> another one of those things too that i'm like granted like i've never like i've had okay diets when i was like into it but like that to me is like man like we're only here for like 65 70 years yeah. like <laughs> like you i mean maybe they also had like their cheat quote-unquote cheat days right or whatever, but i'm like there's gotta be a way to get that same amount of nutrition or um caloric intake without doing the same thing every day right like, even for me like when i when i'm like in like all right i'm gonna get healthy mode it's like all right breakfast is generally some sort of fruit maybe mm-hmm. like oatmeal like i'll switch it up depending on yeah honestly what my bank account looks like and what i have in the, in yeah. the cupboard but like i'm like all right i couldn't i know i couldn't just wake up every day and eat like a banana and drink water or cranberry juice i just know that i right would get very bored um oh but I, the reason uh Another reason that I just enjoy martial arts training is there's this there's this thing that I enjoy about like being able to build your body up just naturally without having like weights or mm-hmm. any of that stuff. Being able to be like, all right, I'm going. To, I remember, I remember, I I remember the first time I noticed like muscle definition <laughs> having done karate for like two months. Like I was just walking, I was like in my mirror shaving, whatever. And I was like. Oh my! I have triceps. It's like what? <laughs> I like what? I haven't touched the weights. What am I doing? This is crazy. Like, and like just being able to like do that stuff um, at home, like being able to like do your your katas and stretches and like shadow boxing and stuff. Yeah, and being able to gain um, like see the change like with I guess I don't know what the term is like using your own natural like body weight. Yeah, body weight. Like yeah. being able to like work out with like body weights and seeing like the change from that I always sounds really cool because I always vision like. All the maybe these cats in like sixteen hundred, like they're going up to like the mountains and they're just training and like they're just getting fucking shredded and ripped without having to take like protein shakes and like yeah working out on the class five thousand or whatever they're doing <laughs> exactly. You know? Like anytime I see these Bo-flex. fucking 
this is just a tangent I'm going, but anytime I see, um, I go on Instagram and for whatever reason, the algorithm is like workout people, like super fitness people. And they're doing like all this extra shit, like flips and stuff. I'm like, you ain't stronger than a knife, B. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, let's say you, let's say you bench flex this bullet. Like, you know, like <laughs> exactly. why are they so extra? It's so, it's, it's so much. Like yeah. seeing like these white dude, like these white people, like the nice haircuts and like, they have like the active wear, like they always use the yeah. under armor and like, they're all super ripped. And I'm just like, this is so unweird yeah. and unnatural. How could not anyone call this out? It's like, this is so bizarre that yeah. people are this happy working out, like the CrossFit people. Yeah. Um, I see them work out. I was like, that seems so destructive to your yeah. body. But maybe also because I'm not in shape like that. Yeah. But, but I see them lot. like, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, I was just going to say, I, I agree there uh, that the, well, I don't know that CrossFit uh, is necessarily bad for you if you do it periodically, but I, mm-hmm. there has been research that shows like it puts a lot of stress on your heart if you I imagine for those people who do it like five or six times a week like it's been there's been studies done well there's also a ton of like people like ripping their shoulders out and yeah. messing yeah, up their exactly. knees because they do just like these that's how i like fucked up my knee weird doing CrossFit. oh was it yeah well kind of i fucked up I my knee because i did crossfit i got hit by a car I thought you were. I thought you were pivoting right to get a donut dropped out of your. <laughs> I did a hard pivot and I just popped. The burrito I bought was too heavy and I was holding it on my right hand. Uh, but yeah, no, I was doing CrossFit and, and then I was. Uh, it was completely my fault. I actually don't even blame it on CrossFit, but I did CrossFit and then I went and played an entire fucking soccer match. Mm. And during the soccer match, I like tripped and fell on my knee and just fucking tore my meniscus that way. Yeah, you gotta so, know your yeah. your body. Like yeah. I just I know. That I can't go that hard. Yeah. I would never be able to go that hard. Well, there's definitely different kinds of strength, right? You, mm. you you hear Joe Rogan talk about all the time about functional strength. Like, you know, if you go into a gym and you're lifting, let's say you get good at lift, you know, bench pressing, um, 75, 100, 120 pounds, right? Mm. Like, you know, that's kind of like the upper limit for the, like an average guy that's in shape, right? Mm. That that's really been working on it, right? Um, but if you put that guy like to work in like a specific field, like he may not have the the kind of strength, like he would be fatigued right away, right? In, mm-hmm. in certain ways, I remember when when I first started working in the beer industry, I was thrown out there with like the merchandisers to to help them build displays and stuff. One time we were at like a uh, at a food for less, and you remember the Vol of Value where they they have yeah. all the beer. Well, they sell thirty six pack cans of of beer at food for less, and I remember these guys throwing these things at me, and I remember like catching them and like like oh my god, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, and I just couldn't believe how 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 fast they could throw these things yeah yeah, yeah. and and then i i would and i i'm you know i've always been a guy so like if i work out with a trainer yeah i'm one of those guys that like aims to please like i'm gonna work until you <laughs> bust my ass and yeah, you're yeah. gonna just keep trying to break me and i'm just i'm gonna i'm gonna push myself past the point only because i don't want to admit that i'm that i'm ready to quit right yeah, 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 yeah. um and and going back to my point earlier right like I, i'm i'm I never want to make an excuse that i can't do that i'm just worried about kind of like the long-term effects like yeah, if yeah. i hurt myself sure you know, work. You know, help me work out, but work out in a way that it's not going to lay me up for for five months. But anyways, going back to to the other thing, the example is that like a year later, I remember throwing those thirty six pack cans with one <laughs> hand, like you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like you build up a strength that you don't even realize when yeah. you actually do real work, and then every once in a while you'll run into like an old man who has that old man strength. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just I had an uncle like that. They just they can just crush you at any yeah. like they can just murder you at. At will if they just decided to. Yeah. There'd be nothing you could do about it. I'm from a pretty rural part of North Carolina, so there's a lot of that combined with, like, farm strength, where, like, you're lifting 
heavy ass hay bales like you're wrangling big ass animals yeah. that don't want to be wrangled like trying to move a cow <laughs> like just like trying to get it out, i mean because they're kind of dumb but like trying to just like move it out of your way requires yeah. a very specific muscle set oh for sure and it also makes you like they're those guys that look like they look like wreck it ralph like they had that sort of <laughs> body size strength you know yeah. and like I, I was never that strong but i remember um like doing sort of like manual like little manual label stuff like i remember specifically in undergrad at college like i was doing all like the working out stuff but i was also a dishwasher at this restaurant so like you know like it was me and this other dude in like pretty human environment like you're just moving all this stuff like you know you're moving uh like you know sometimes 20 pounds worth of like dishware you yeah you gotta move it in and out and i remember i uh hugged i met my sister had after having done it like three months in like she came up to visit me and i gave her a hug and i just instinctively picked her up with one hand and i was like oh wait i'm strong i'm like strong now functionally strong it's crazy i want that i need to get back to that yeah that's so true man fuck um so should we jump into our weeks or? sure yeah uh, I don't know where we're at because uh, Zig is engineering oh, today. So. Uh, one, well, we started uh, like an hour, basically like okay. an hour. Yeah. Oh well, that's that's good, right? Go into our weeks. I'm sure, uh, people are tired of us <laughs> right now. <laughs> no, I just literally, I don't even have my phone on me, so I don't even like. I literally was, I lost complete track of time, so that's why I was like, oh, are we two hours in, and uh, we should be jumping in. But uh, do you want to talk about your week first? Uh, sure. All right. So my week, uh, um, I want to say it went relatively well. I did not go to the gym one time, and I still lost weight. Lost a little weight. So um, I did pretty good um, all week. I didn't um, – I was off my shakes, but I was eating just normal meals all week, but just kind of really small – Not I don't want to say really small portions, but really kind of tight portions, right? So I yeah. was just – you know, I wasn't really keeping track, but I was like – I'm just going to watch what I eat because I need, I need to reset, right? I, I need to kind of get a hold of my my um, portion size, I think. Yeah. And then just and – I, and I told myself, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to control my portion size and then I'm going to stop eating. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then later on, if I feel hungry again, I can have another meal. So you went from three donuts to one. Just one, yeah. <laughs> Only one donut. Uh, no, but, but I was I, – I really just needed kind of a break from the whole – the whole shake thing and yeah. and I just wanted to kind of get off of that. But what I figured out too was I was also staying away from severely trying to cut away from carbs, right? So I was feeling that that feeling like, oh man, I have a sugar addiction again, right? <laughs> so, yeah. So this whole week was kind of like breaking that and then like allowing myself to have little just to get th- past that anxiety right. that I feel sometimes about it. Um. So, but overall, as far as intake, um, I can tell you like. Uh, calories wise what I ate but I had a good week I felt good in that sense I lost a little bit of weight I didn't go to the gym even though like my cousin reached out to me to ask me hey are you gonna go and yeah I I, I missed that opportunity I wish I would have gone I could have I had plans she was going at a specific time and I just I I I should have moved that plans out of the way because it wasn't that important. I was meeting with that guy that I was telling you about earlier that I won't mention on here because it's just that's like a whole other tangent um but um, I I lost 1.4 pounds. Oh shit! Nice. Yeah, I came in at 3:36 on the zeros this morning. Oh hell yeah! Um, so I was at 3:37.4. Okay. Last week, um, and I feel good about it. But um, I think I'm I'm gonna try to do like a like a fast this week. Yeah. I haven't done one in a like long a time. Like a 24 hour one. 24 hour. Yeah, because I just want to kind of like reset the levels. Yeah. Get down. 
and uh, we'll see. We'll nice, see on man. that one. But yeah. Did you cheat at all this week? I did cheat. What'd you have? I had a donut. What kind of donut? A cinnamon roll. Damn. On Sunday. Last Sunday. Fuck. I almost had Wes it. almost jumped out of his chair <laughs> to run to Whole Foods to get it. <laughs> to Whole Foods. Yeah. It's healthier there, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anything is healthier there. Because it's more expensive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was uh it was delicious. Nice, <laughs> it man. was amazing. Um what I really wanted uh, I really wanted to do was buy like a whole whole tray of donuts. And uh, and just scoop them into. Did you ever see that episode where Homer goes to hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they run out of donuts in hell. <laughs> yeah. They're like, "You like donuts? Yeah, we'll give you all the donuts." And they <laughs> just home, home, home. Oh man, that's pretty pretty rad, man. I actually took uh, Drew to uh, California Donuts, so he talked about it a lot. Oh uh, yeah, they yeah. make some good donuts. Yeah, 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 they make amazing donuts. <laughs> Have you guys I, ever been to the Donut Man in Glendora? No. Mm. Uh, they they're like on uh, one of those shows like uh, like diners take dr- oh, drive yeah, 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 and yeah. they make this donut where they stuff it with uh, I can't remember if it's peach oh strawberries they they oh, hell right yeah. damn and people line up at this place like donuts in general speaking from experience have gone up in, in dramatically in the last couple of years oh for sure but this place sells like you one donut for like four or five bucks oh you mean price wise yeah fuck four bucks for a donut and That's people wild. line up like. That's they're like the soup Nazis of donuts, right? They're like, oh, well, you don't like the price? Get get out of line. Get out of line. You get you get to the end of the line. You don't get to have one of our delicious Four donuts. Four bucks for a donut. Something That's like one that. thing I've noticed when I moved out here is that California really, really has a thing for, or maybe it's just an L.A., but it's like really into donuts and hamburgers seems to be like the it's thing. It's an L.A. There. thing for sure. Yeah, they, uh, I think it was Koreans that were responsible for the donuts. Oh, like a bunch of Koreans just started opening up donut shops. Mm. And they, I think in the 80s or 90s, they were like in every corner. There's still a bunch of them. Yeah, but I so many. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like in the 80s or 90s, maybe you could talk a little bit more. I mean, you grew up in the inland, but I'm sure you saw it in L.A. where like for a while there was like just a fucking donut shop in every corner. Yeah. Yeah, Koreans love opening up donut shops. I, I, I uh, one, <laughs> one time I, I walked into a donut shop and there was this Mexican dude standing there. And I go, I looked at him and I go, do you own this place? And he looked at me and we both looked at each other and he's like, no. And we both laughed like, yeah, that's right. He goes, <laughs> and I was like, Korean guy? Yeah, yeah. And we both acknowledged. Yeah, dude, yeah. That's crazy. So, you know, a little, little fact, right? Uh, I used to live in the city of Long Beach for about a year. Mm-hmm. And that is the um, number one, the, the city with the most donuts. No, don't donuts. Donut shops? Donut shops in the world. Per like capita or square mileage or? Like any metric you measure it by, they <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Every it's funny. Uh, Long Beach was the first place. That's where my friend moved. I moved him out here. That's mm-hmm. the first place I moved. I I saw in California was was Long Beach, and I remember I I, I was just like walking around because like, hey, let's just check out this place. I've never been in California. It's cool, and I walked around and I came across this place. So now it's it seems completely normal, but it was like like Mexican American fusion. So then oh, yeah. you get like. Yeah, I'm gonna get a hamburger and also let me get a couple empanadas and like, some stuff like that. <laughs> I remember eating there and being blown away. Like, oh, I can order a burrito with French fries and a hot dog. Like, this is crazy. What's going on here? <laughs> and a fried uh, and a side of fucking or uh, fettuccine Alfredo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what's super common in the '80s was um, seeing a place that served donuts in the morning and and Chinese food at night, mm, like after oh. after like breakfast. Yeah, they would serve Chinese food early, but they. I was like, "What? What's going on back there? 
Yeah. Like that that can that you can do both, yeah. right? So you would have they would they would basically they would have like the 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 display case, right? With mm-hmm. with donuts and then they would swap it out and then you could um you throw they, like a buffet type they thing. could throw a buffet out uh, right yeah so uh, they must there must be i i i don't know how they make chow mein or fried rice i, mm. I would have I, like walks I, I, yeah i would assume it's like in some sort of bowl yeah. but you know because donuts are deep fried in grease right and yeah. oil i'm sure they just Unless had like a large walks. kitchen or something yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly i'm sure they just had like a large kitchen that sounds like something that you know immigrants do and uh, you know because it, it mm-hmm. sounds like something that it's uh get the most use out of things so like yeah. or maybe there's probably one family yeah. yeah there's one family that runs a donut shop and the other family runs a chinese buffet yeah you know what i mean that that sounds like something that and i don't mean that in a condescending way because i'm an immigrant <laughs> you know but like it sounds like oh shit that's smart i would do the same thing i'd be like yo you have a donut shop you close at two o'clock Let's split rent and uh, let me make some fucking <laughs> tacos that night. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, wait, why does my chow mein taste like uh, have cinnamon? Have a cinnamon <laughs> hint to it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, cool, man. That that. So you lost one point four. One point four, man. That's that's one point four. I'll take it all day. Yeah. I would have. I would have rather had it be ten point four, but hey, one point four <laughs> works. One point four works for now. Um, well, I'll go into my week, and uh, so my my week uh, was really good. Uh, I'm still on that no drinking kick. Good, uh, good kick to be on. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I plan on like celebrating on my birthday, which is September fourth. Uh, so I'll throw like a little party or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll catch you up, Zig. I know I talked about it on the last episode when you heard the last one. I started this like uh, carnivore challenge. I don't know. I've been you- wondering why, because I, f- I followed that that Instagram and I was wondering why it's nothing but meat. Now it makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's this, uh, it's this, uh, I started the page too. It's called LA carnivore, uh, on Instagram. I don't plan on sticking around it for a long time. It's more of a accountability thing. So it's just more like, Hey, just if I'm post, I, if I keep posting on here and I have followers and I follow people, it'll keep me like, you know, accountable and it'll keep me honest mm-hmm. and and so anyway now i feel like there's a little bit of pressure on that so i'm like okay so it's kind of working so anyway after doing a shit ton of research literally hours and hours um i don't know i don't know that it's healthy to do it long term but it is healthy to like uh or it's it, there's been short-term studies that show that it is okay to do it short term. They yeah, don't know what the study is. How much eating a bunch of red meat does? Yeah, your cardiovascular system. Well, I think a lot of it. So what, what what it really comes down to is like you know resetting your body. That's supposed to be what the thirty day challenge is. Is mm-hmm. like resetting your body, like getting rid of like a lot of stomach bacteria and like you know lowering your. Uh, uh, insulin levels obviously because mm-hmm. like if you're consuming like a lot of starches and a lot of sugars like that's what happens so that's more than anything what it is um, so I've been on it uh, and honestly can't lie I feel fucking amazing like oh, I wow. feel really really good I feel uh, like I'm being fueled by the fat that I'm eating from the steaks so I'm literally just eating meat um, I'm no eating greens no greens at all mm-hmm. just two steaks sometimes three steaks a day and uh i'm doing also what's called intermittent fasting so i'm only Mm. eating like in a six to eight hour window and so i'm i'm doing that as well and it's been it's been fucking amazing man honestly it's been very easy um because all you do is throw a fucking steak on the on the uh pan 
for four minutes on four minutes on each side and then you're good to go and mm-hmm. that's it that's all i have to do what um, is your uh what is your uh daily daily cost look like uh so you're looking at so one steak cost me nine bucks so you're looking at about 20 to 28 dollars depending on if i'm eating three steaks or two steaks that's not bad no that's not bad at all so so yeah so that's uh that's what i'm doing right now and uh and like i said i feel really good i feel like i'm getting really good sleep i don't know if it's partially because <laughs> shout that, out to the bear like, mattress people <laughs> got that organ meat in your stomach <laughs> you gotta fall asleep <laughs> exactly and so yeah um but it's been interesting it's been good and i've been following people on instagram too who've done it for longer i mean there's people there's this lady her name's Amber O'Hearn or O'Hare or something like that. She's been a carnivore for 12 years. And she looks fine. She looks fine. But I'm like, even if it was the true, quote unquote, true diet that human is supposed to live by, I can't. I can't. I I just can't do that. I've I've literally just heard about this last week, so I don't know if it's true or not. But it seems like I'm sure some 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 dudes were eating berries every now and then you know yeah <laughs> yeah for sure they had to be eating some berries or there wouldn't be a whole wheat industry or there wouldn't be like you know it just seems like it seems like moderation seems like the key to things like i, agree. I just imagine like you know us back in like 17 bc yeah. like hey hey man i got these blueberries you want some <laughs> yeah i can't eat this uh hog leg anymore <laughs> you know <laughs> well i think it de- so i so and again the verdicts out on that uh about like and honestly, I don't think there's a right or a wrong because mm-hmm. you look at the Mediterranean diet and that's very heavy on like olives and like dairy and that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. And like, but then like the argument of the carnivores who are like die hard, I'm going to do this my whole life and all that shit is they have, it's a very valid point. Like the Eskimos and like uh, the Eastern Af- the East African tribes and the Brazilian gauchos, like, there were 100% carnivores. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, some of them still exist today. So, like, uh, like very, uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, tribes that are untouched. I, mm. I don't know what you call it. There's a term for it. But tribes that are, like, very isolated. Yeah. And they still haven't been affected by the Western diet. Mm. Um, no kale. Yeah, no kale. <laughs> none of that shit. <laughs> um, so... So yeah, so that's that's kind of that's kind of like where the theory comes, and that's that's where I find comfort. Whether it's right or wrong, it's a different does, story. Does it have to be red meat, or can it be like it could be any kind of meat? Okay. So the idea is more so protein and fat. Mm-hmm. It's not so much like it has to be red meat. It's mm-hmm. like yeah, if you're consu- you're supposed to consume on a cal- caloric intake, it's supposed to be sixty to seventy percent fat and thirty to forty percent protein. Mm. That's interesting, right? Because chicken is so much more. Uh, affordable mm-hmm. than red meat, right? Yeah. Um, easy to easy to make, easy to grill. Um, I, I think the takeaway here is the body is dynamic, right? Um, it's not. There's no magic pill. There's no specific sure. like. And and so going back to the the inception of this podcast, me and Wes sat down. We said we never we didn't want to be prescriptive in any way for yeah, right. people, right? Because the the whole idea um, is that. You know, we want to get there no matter no matter what you what what method you take to get there, um, because we wouldn't want somebody to say, oh, well, this is a this is a carnivore podcast or this is right. a mm. calorie counting podcast or whatever. It's just like the idea is pick something, stick to it and do it. And it shows that the body will adjust. Right. Yeah. You know, you can 
the key is consistency, mm. right? The key is staying away from the donuts. You know, there, I still haven't heard of the donut diet because if <laughs> maybe we should try that. Let's be the founders <laughs> of it. Eat two donuts every day. Actually, if you did, right? Yeah. Technically, you would lose weight because, you know, that's like, only like 600 calories yeah. or whatever it is. Uh, but yeah, no, you're right. And and that's a great point to bring up because I do want to say for all three of our listeners uh, <laughs> that by no means am I like, you know, a physician or like somebody who's like professionally yeah. certified to tell you to go do that. I'm doing this purely on my research and what I've done and uh, and that's it. So it's it's worked uh, really well. I've, I'm on my 12th day today of like strict carnivore. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, the only other thing that I'm doing is drinking coffee and that's it. Like mm-hmm. I haven't drank any other thing other than water and just coffee and red meat. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. So last week I was like at 288 plus, right. Somewhere around there. Uh, after spending like 30 minutes this morning trying to weigh myself, <laughs> uh, and I was telling Drew about it cause I was texting him. My scale varied from like. 274 to 304 pounds oh yeah and then i just went on like these forums and all yeah, this re- bullshit readjusted calorie well what yeah it was uh, so what it was is like i have to put in like very firm ground and i don't know i mean for you guys you guys have been to my place like there are places in my where you step in the floor is above mm. like the actual ground right yeah so that's what I was doing. Like the actual laminate or the wood laminate. Like if you step somewhere, like it's not firm. You like step into like. Oh, it's like know, floating. Yeah, floating a little bit. And so I guess that's what I was doing wrong. So I found a like an area where my scale sits. And so I weighed myself four times and it was right at 282 mm. oh, every wow. time. So I came in at 282.2 mm. for the week. Nice. I- Am I, do I give my week update? 5.8 pounds. <laughs> Did you do like a weekly thing or what? Uh, I, I didn't. Uh, so this is my, I have a controversial take. Uh, right. I uh, I don't weigh myself that much. Like I'll do like maybe once a month or once every other two weeks when I'm like yeah. working out. Just because then it just becomes like a sort of Damocles that's over my head. It's like, oh, I got to hit this number. Right. Because I, I, when I, back when I was really doing it in, uh, at SCAD, I got to weigh myself like, I'd like maybe like twice a month just because otherwise I'd be beating myself up if I didn't hit the number that I wanted to hit. Right. But for my week, the only thing that I've really invested in was I've, since I have money now, I bought this Camelback <laughs> and I just been drinking mad water. That's all that I Hell do. Yeah, like, man. I try to get like 64 ounces of you water. You know, it's funny when I saw that logo, I kept, my, I kept going, oh, that's a nice bottle. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like this is like, all right, so I'll start small because like, honestly, like I have not been drinking enough to enjoy. Yeah. Like I don't really drink like I can't drink caffeine, so like I only really drink a lot of sodas unless it's like um, sparkling sodas, whatever it's called. Yeah, or yeah. Like the the Lizzie things, like I drink right. those every now and then. But most of my intake has been like, uh, um, like Lacroix, and I'm like, uh, like I just it doesn't satisfy you when it's hot outside, you know? Right. Like, exactly. I gotta get cooled from drinking. <laughs> like yeah. Fizzy water, so and then like burping up. Yeah, burping yeah. up and shit, and like trying to go to sleep. So like I just bought this like a week ago, and like. I feel like I have more energy just because I'm drinking yeah. like water, water constantly. Yeah, I for sure. Definitely feel like hydrated. You know, I don't feel like hot. Like I don't go to bed sweating. Right. You know? Yeah. No, that's good, man. I mean, uh, that's like I heard that even just drinking like enough water just like reduces a lot of inflammation and like just like literally you just lose weight from drinking enough water. Mm. Um, Dehydration is a serious thing. I one time ended up at a uh, at an urgent care center 
because I woke up and could not get out of bed. Right. I just didn't have the strength to literally get out. Right. Right. Yeah. I was crawling, literally got out of bed, like rolled out of bed, crawled to the bathroom. And then I was like, I think I need to go to the doctor. Mm. Right. And I'm thinking, man, some, so what happened? Like, I don't know what's going on. So, you, you know, and when you're when you're dehydrated, you're not making real good decisions. Right. Because right? you literally your brain, your your uh, your brain is a little dried a little up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I end up at the at the urgent care and they're like, yeah, you're just really dehydrated, right? Like you, you, uh, you know, and I had some other things going on that were like make, making that worse. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, and so they gave me a ton of, uh, they gave me a ton of water while I was there. They, it was an urgent care center, so they, they didn't have IV, right? Yeah. But they, they had me, they, they were like, you should probably go to an ER and have them stick a needle in you and have yeah. them pump you full of fluids. So, mm. um, but anyways, it was, it was just scary because yeah. you're just, it, I could not believe like how like I felt like I had this um um like I was drunk in a way mm-hmm. where I didn't have full facility of my uh my thoughts and my like yeah. how I was going and I just just weakness right? yeah yeah um and I've, I I do that sometimes I'll forget to drink water mm. right and I'm like oh I don't feel very good oh I'm probably starting to get dehydrated and so yeah. I I, <laughs> I have to I have to remind myself to drink a ton of water Jesus I recommend it. Like this yeah. thing yeah. is rad. Like I feel like a little baby just sucking <laughs> water all day. Like a I, sippy cup. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of have the opposite problem, man. I drink a shit ton of water to the point where it's annoying because I have to pee oh, yeah. almost every hour. I have been peeing a lot more lately. Yeah. I, I guess that's a good thing. I don't know. <laughs> well, I think I just run hot, man, and I sweat. Like I'm yeah. sweating right now. And yeah. granted, it is oh, hot in here. But we, like we for anything, I'll sweat. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so, so like... I have to drink water, and my body will not will not let me forget. Like I'll yeah. I'll feel really nasty if I don't drink water. So I have to do that a lot, and then on top of that, I, I have to piss right now. Yeah. <laughs> so every like I'm almost pissing uh, like every hour. Like, yeah, that, that was me as a kid too. I was I mean still, but I was I was always the kid. I was always the one that had the fan running in the winter because yeah. it was so fucking hot <laughs> exactly. constantly. <laughs> exactly, man. But uh, so yeah, so that's that's kind of where I came in. Uh, Two eighty two, uh, Zig uh, came in with how many how many bottles of those are you drinking? Uh, so this goes to thirty two ounces. And I was reading up that you should probably do like uh, basically two of these a day, like eight eight okay. ounce glasses. So like oh, okay. I drink probably like two or two and a half of these a day throughout the day. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, nice, good shit. Yeah, cool. On top of that, you do fizzy water or no? Oh, I, I fuck LaCroix up. I'm, I'm in the streets. Like, I don't drink soda. I don't really drink coffee. So, like, that's my, like, go-to thing. Yeah. Like, I'll drink uh, uh, LaCroix. And if I'm feeling really, really crazy, I'll buy, like, the sparkling juices every yeah. now and then. Sparkling little, juice? Yeah. Little, uh, if you if you want to save a little money, unless you're, like... Uh, oh, like, buy a carbonated thing? Buy a carbonated no, oh, no, no. Buy the... Well, you've, you've drank them from, like, when you came and visited, like, the Ralph's... Uh, oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. Kroger brand. It's yeah, like yeah. The oh yeah, like their state of Yeah, fizzy yeah. flavored yeah, waters. It's yeah, private yeah. label, and it's two bucks for a twelve pack. Where I think like a nine pack of Lacroix is like five bucks. Yeah, it's insanely <laughs> overpriced. It's all brand uh, equity and like being like, hey, we're Lacroix, so spend a lot of money on us. Yeah. Whereas like literally, I think Ralph's had like a sale two or three month, two or three weeks ago, where it was like 
two 12 packs for three bucks. Yeah. I was like, shit. So anyway, I don't want to put, I don't want to do a plug on uh, Kroger, but I already did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too late. Um, Good job. <laughs> yeah. Give away so, all that free, that free marketing. <laughs> Me undies, Kroger, get out your voice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Improvisers cut. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so where are we at right now? What time, man? Uh, 124. 124. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, one of the things that we also do is just kind of talk about what we're going to do. You already kind of talked about what your plan is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just go into mine before we go back to you, Drew. Um, so as I mentioned, I just wanted to kind of go into like what I've been doing. I'm on my 12th day of carnivore. I plan on doing it for 30 days. So the next week it's going to, it's going to look exactly the same except for I'm probably going to add like doing squats and shit. So oh, like yeah. squats and kettlebells. So I'm just, uh, uh, I'm just going to do that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's not going to change much, to be honest. So I'm, I'm going to see what the results look like uh, next week. Mm-hmm. But also, on top of that, I'm going to – I already arranged a uh, full uh, physical oh, with at- my doctor over at Kaiser uh, Permanente. So. Oh, and yeah, I have health insurance now, so I was, was going to ask you off-air where do you go to get, like, physicals and stuff. Yeah, you? so, like, Kaiser – who's your insurance carrier? Anthem, Anthem slash Blue Cross Blue. Oh, they'll, that's a really good insurance company. So you you could just go online. I'm sure they give you like mm-hmm. information. Just go online and they'll give you like a preferred uh, a DM or a MD. Okay. Um, yeah. And so yeah, I just went with whoever they gave me because at the end of the day, all they're literally gonna do is like draw blood. Yeah. And then they're just gonna tell me what the fuck is wrong and right with me. Um. So I'm doing it because I'm on this diet. I want to make sure I'm not gonna die. In the next three weeks, so I'm getting that done. So I'll keep you. Guys. Wes, good luck. Good, good news. You have four weeks to live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so that that that's where I'm at. Where with where I'll be next uh, the whole week, and I know that sounds boring, but it's the reality. I'm I'm gonna eat steaks for the next seven days again. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Drew? Um, I want to. I just what I really want to focus on over the next week is really recommitting myself to the gym. Um, so those of you who um. You know who I'm talking to. You guys, if uh, you see me slacking, uh, go ahead and feel free to yank him on my chain and make make me go. Yeah. Or fat shame me or <laughs> hold a gun to my head and make me uh, yeah make me do it. No, I sh- they, they shouldn't have to do that. I should be able to do that on my own. Yeah, you're a grown-ass man, bro. I'm a grown-ass man, and I should be able to uh, to do that, but I can't. I you know Not that I can't, but I, uh, I am a chronic procrastinator, chronic... Uh, uh, you name it. You, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, an, I'm an asshole. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, so I, um, yeah, is to get back into the gym because I've lost, I've lost the routine, and I, I need to get back in there and find my, and find that competitive edge again for to help me get to get into the gym. Nice man, good stuff. Uh, well, cool, dude. We would love to uh, have you back. Yeah, um, sure. Maybe like in, I don't know, like whenever that, like twelve weeks or six weeks, whenever. Uh, you know, you have oh, time. whenever I like the end, like the beginning of like doing all the cardio shit. Uh, yeah. Also, we want to like uh just give you some time. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I, sure. Oh yeah. Because three months you were saying that's right. Yeah, I yeah. didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll have to actually do it now. Which is, <laughs> yeah. It's <which is> good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you back in two weeks and be like, what's wrong with you? How come <laughs> yeah. you look exactly the same? See what <laughs> it happened was. <laughs> Yeah, man. So, like, yeah, yeah, that's actually perfect. I didn't think about that. So, yeah, like in three months, that'd be super. Or even halfway through that, just to do a check-in. Yeah, sure. Yeah, let me know. Super just let me, send me some dates. I'm down. Awesome. Um, do you have anything else, Drew? Before we, uh, 
Uh, before we wrap it up, nope, yeah. I don't have anything else. Um, what about you? That's it, man. Um, I just uh, before we actually wrap things up, I just you know typically we stopped doing like the whole iTunes and where to su- su- uh, subscribe thing, but. Yeah, if you get a chance, please review us and just uh, subscribe. And uh, let's do some plugs real quick. Um, do you have anything to plug, uh, Zig? Uh, Instagram, Twitter, at yay for zig uh, You can always check out Yoas is Racist or Getting Curious on Earwolf. Oh, also, uh, I did a web series that I produced with uh, Edgar Mumplesier and a bunch of other really dope filmmakers that's dropping. The last episode drops... Um, Mon- this Monday the uh, 6th so check out Sad Boy Edgar on Facebook and let me know what you think about it yeah that was really funny I've seen uh, I think two episodes oh thanks man yeah. I think it was fun to put together yeah um, I didn't get a call for like uh, auditioning I got you for season two I got you for season two that felt like a very Chase Lopez. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> was, this, was this the whole reason you had him on? Yeah, yeah. The, this is the, exactly the what it all came yeah. in, <laughs> built up to. <laughs> Do you have any uh, plugs before we? Uh... Uh, nope. Just that I. Uh, you can reach me at uh, Mr. at Mr. Drew Garcia on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can reach the show at at uh, TWL Podcast on Instagram or at TW Live Podcast on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. Yeah. What about you? For me, uh, so my regular handle is the West Martinez, um, and the current challenge that I'm doing right now is uh, L.A. Carnivore. So Los, short or abbreviation for Los Angeles. So L.A. Carnivore, and it's just on Instagram. I literally just post pictures of the food that I eat and like the days that I've completed. So honestly, it's not sexy. It's literally just for accountability. But if you want to see what it's about. Uh, follow it and you could see exactly what the progress is um, so yeah okay so I want to thank everybody uh, who has uh, uh, taken a, a moment in, of their day to listen to a couple of fat guys uh, complain about their days and their <laughs> weeks and um, if you find this is this conversation constructive if you find it helpful um, make sure that you're sharing it with your friends because if you have somebody in your life that you care about and you feel like they need a little help or a little push or a nudge or even a you know a shove off of a cliff uh, to do something different, then then introduce them to the show, um, share it with them, and uh, and hopefully um, they'll like it and share it again. So um, again, um, you know we're just a couple of guys, two average people, uh, sometimes with friends like Cody, um, that are coming together to be a little bit vulnerable. Uh, in the hopes of uh, inspiring changes in ourselves and 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 others, if possible. So, uh, to wrap up the show, I'd like to uh, uh, leave you with this message: uh, For yesterday is but a dream, and tomorrow is only a vision. But today, well lived, makes every yesterday a dream of happiness, happiness, and every tomorrow a vision of hope. All right, great. <laughs> it's, well, it sounds like her penis. <laughs> uh, uh, Cool. Yeah. Thanks for that, though, man. I appreciate that. Zig, thanks so much for coming on, yeah, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. It yeah. was really fun. And, uh, yeah, we'll have you back in a few weeks. And, uh, yeah, we'll be in touch. See y'all. All right.